So, Mark T. Cox, what are we talking about today? Hello, that's me. That's um, today we're talking about coming out. Fab. I love this. <laughs> this has been bubbling for a little while. We have something to say. Um, no, we wanted to do this episode this month in particular. It's Pride Month in London and Dublin. And then Pride kind of goes on all through the summer in different cities. Um, but Pride this year is very different. Obviously, the world has been through an awful lot with um, the virus and also the Black Lives Matter movement at the moment. So we're all been kind of given a chance to rethink what Pride is. So anyone listening, if you if you haven't already paid attention to to Black Pride in London and in Dublin, follow them and pay attention. They've been running events for years, but this year it's going to be um, even more important. So uh, in London, there's UK Black Pride and then in Ireland, there's Black Pride era. You can follow it and just keep in touch with them because I think we're all very guilty sometimes of thinking Pride means one thing, but mm. this year it's very important. And it's actually a really good chance to reset what Pride is because there won't be a parade. There won't be the normal um, situation that we've had for the last couple of years. So it's a chance to reset and be more inclusive and kind of look at, at what it's all about. Um so we'll have to have our own little parades as well, maybe up and down the road. Oh, God, yeah, lovely. <laughs> In two on a short distance. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I'll do it from the kitchen to the bedroom. Are you proud, Rory? I am proud, I must say. Um, as when we're probably just, probably not as proud. I've gone to seed during um, quarantine. I'm actually sporting a bit of a beard, which um, I'm not sure oh, if I'm goodness. proud of it or... I haven't seen it. Oh, God, no. It? It's multicoloured. I know, oh, I must okay. do. <laughs> all the colours. But day to day I'm proud, yeah. All the like a pride uh, rainbow. And <laughs> when did you when did you begin your your proudness? My proudness. When, oh, did, my proudness. <laughs> um, when did it so, start to bubble up? Do you know it's kind of it's one of those funny things. I remember someone saying to you, Do you know do you know um like when do you know you're gay? And I like don't I don't know about it for everybody else, but from other people I've spoken to, it's kind of like and my own personal experience, it's kind of it's like trying to find a door in a bit of fog. Like you, yeah. you know something's there and you're kind of working your way towards it but you're also taking a couple of steps back because you're a bit kind of nervous and excited um especially then when i think other people like weighed in and start saying to you and like oh um you're different or yeah. anything like that <laughs> and you're kind of like oh oh, oh, oh. you're very stylish oh, yeah god yeah god you see oh god you're different to the other boys you're different to the other boys. you're like yeah i know i love boys 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 <laughs> but I, there was one time which is kind of a pinnacle moment is and it was probably not a sexual thing, but it was like when I was seven and we were getting ready to move up to Letterkenny. It was in Ballyshannon. And I remember I was there and um, I just recently cut all the hair off my Barbies. Um, so I was playing with them in the sitting room. That should have been, <laughs> that should have been the moment. But um, I was watching the TV and a Solero ad came on. It was like circa mm. 1997. And there was a fella stripped to the waist, covered in perspiration, walking across the desert. And he kind of wiping his hand on his brow. And I remember looking at the TV, throwing down the bald Barbies, walking towards the TV and being like, that is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. And then being like, oh my God, this is new. This is this is different. <laughs> so that always like, struck with me. But um, what about yourself? So you were straight to the shop to get a Solero. Oh my gosh, I know. I thought I wanted Soleros <laughs> when all I wanted was my man. <laughs> was your man. I, I first knew probably... Um, started kissing men and I thought <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
That'll do it. <laughs> I thought, you know what? This is different. <laughs> mm. Mm. This is very different. Natural. But before, before that, before I acted upon the impulses, um, genuinely, when I saw Titanic, this is featured in a number of episodes. When I saw Titanic, when I saw Leonardo DiCaprio and his lovely floppy hair, and I just, oh, no. I couldn't understand why I was so fascinated by him. And I, uh, <laughs> that scene Stirred. of him and and Kate Winslet and the the car and the, the heat and I just oh. I it was too it was just all it was, and I didn't I was seven or eight years old but I didn't no. know I thought I thought I wanted to be him I didn't stay no if I wanted to be him or if I wanted to be like inside under him I didn't know what I wanted yeah but I, I was or be her or be her mention I didn't know but I. I got very worked up about it anyway. And I, I watched that movie so many times for lots of different reasons, but one of the reasons was to look at him. And then I started to kind of copy him. I started to like kind of part my hair in the middle for a little while to try and oh. look like him. And he had a lovely tan and I was a transparent Irish child. Oh, so yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to like steal some of my mother's foundation because I wanted to look like Leonardo DiCaprio, but I didn't realise what I really wanted was to hold his hand and like. <laughs> so there was a lot of that but then it went on for years I never I didn't know for years in school I was like casually in and out and kind of vaguely hinting at friends along the way kind of yeah th- there wasn't any one big announcement to everyone it was just like figuring and I had girlfriends till I was like 18 I was still dipping my toe all around <laughs> oh you have no idea <laughs> <laughs> I really hate yeah um, but then when I came to college everyone just started to kind of tell me that I was gay even oh. without asking me or people who just met me for the first time just assumed and that was kind of nice in a way it was like oh I don't have to figure this out everyone else is telling me I am so I must be and then <laughs> off I went then I took off <laughs> it's like a focus group <laughs> it's like well um the general consensus from the crowd is you are gay, so <laughs> you I mean, you can't, can't, can't take f- like facts. Facts are facts. God, that took me a bit long to say, didn't it? <laughs> I know. The words are difficult, aren't they? I, it's a corona brain. I just, oh. But that no, words. Words. <laughs> I, oh God. It is funny. It is, it's strange. It's kind of, because um, even like, I remember there was a kind of, I remember because, it's weird sometimes. I think it's moved on a lot, especially with like uh, the good side of social media and you know, kind of characters are more gay and films and stuff is more normalized. But when I grew up, even in the nineties, it was kind of like there was a whole culture of that's so gay. Do you like people were like, oh my god, that is so gay, like so negative, and you're like, yeah, totally cool, yeah, yeah. shit, that's gay, yeah. And then or like so then when someone said, oh, you're gay, it was kind of like, well, I'll show them, and I'd like go out to the club. I'd be like, well, I'm just such a ladies' man. I'm a lad. I love women breasts and things and then you yeah. go out and you'd be kind of like almost like i'm gonna sh- prove them wrong like who like what's wrong with me do you know you're kind of like i'm gonna prove them wrong that i'm not gay even though i am be kissing oh. all around you then kissing all around you, yeah in milan the nightclub in letter kenny but then <laughs> the Mil- milan and the grill kissing all around you in milan Milan, I know. That's very international. Oh, God. I know. They know now, don't they? they know oh, now. they know. Well, geez, you'd have to be blind and deaf not to know now. 
Um, but no, it's kind of, I think it's when you do go away to university, because <clears throat> it was kind of a funny thing. I think when you're, when you're around all those people that you've kind of known from like, pr- like primary school. Mm. So I think it kind of goes where they kind of know you're a bit different. So they kind of say, oh, you're one of the girls. And then it's like, oh, the gay thing. And it's all a bit true. But then when you move towns and stuff, you're like, I can be whoever the hell I want to be. Yeah. <laughs> you just start strutting around with this kind of like a peacock. Well, that's happened to me anyway. And they the just, they, they take it because they don't care about you really. They're, like you're new, so they, they they don't really need to have as much opinion about you. They just kind of take it. they're wrapped and, up in their own lives as well. I think people in their late yeah. teens are probably the most selfish people <laughs> yeah. on the planet. I moved to Dublin and I started meeting and I was kind of waiting for the shock and the outrage. Mm. But sure, there was thousands of people around me also gay and no one cared. <laughs> no one cared. But did, did you come out to, um, how was your coming out to the family? Um, it was slow. It was slow no. enough. Um, I was 21 when I came out at home, mm. Mm. but I had been, you know, dabbling for a little while <laughs> before oh, that, trying to figure it out. And I, I came up with this, this plan in my head that I, I didn't need to tell them because if, if I was like dating girls, I probably wouldn't tell them either so yeah. i i don't need to tell them anything and i had that little kind of idea in my head but then i did get a boyfriend like i had loads of boyfriends but i got like a, a relatively serious boyfriend when i was 21 and then it got to the point where i was like if this was a girl this is probably the point where i would want to tell my parents and let them meet her so oh. i should do the same now because it's like a relationship so i i had this very um, big idea in my head that it wasn't about gayness; it was about telling them I have a partner, and that's how I like oh, made it made it up in my life head. partner. So I was going home for the weekend from Dublin on the train, and I decided to text my brother and sister <laughs> to ask them if they think it would be a good idea to tell my parents this weekend. Not even realizing that I hadn't told them either. So this was how oh. it was like awful. This was oh. how I was telling them. <laughs> I, oh, I just you jumped up the steps. I jumped, I jumped five or six steps. Mm. I think like of course they knew, but I had never actually told them. So that was a bit shit. I just kind of was like jumping ahead saying like, oh do you think mom and dad would mind <laughs> if I turned the world upside down? partner. Yes. <laughs> so they um they were, you know, cautious and they said, you know, take your time, you know, whatever. Mm. But I was determined, so I wanted to tell them. So um, I went home that weekend and I told my mother first, we were like sitting up late watching telly and like really late, like 12 or something. And I was in and out in the sitting room and trying to like find the right time to tell her. Um, and she knew I was all fidgety and I was all a mess. So then she um, she stopped talking for a minute because she's always talking. And <laughs> I said, I have something to say. And she like panicked, like she thought I was dying and she had no idea what I was going to say. And then I said, um, it was so dramatic. I said, I've met somebody. <laughs> oh. And she was like, right, yeah. And I said, um, it's a male, somebody. <laughs> a male. <laughs> and she was like, right, yeah. And then, that was like two, two bits of information. It was, I have a partner and I'm gay at the same time. I was kind of like skipping the gay thing by telling her I had a boyfriend. Anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She like froze and she was totally 
silent for for ages and she didn't know what to say like it was genuinely a shock which was surprising like i was convinced that she knew but she was genuinely shocked and um she came around then and she was very good and she said everything you're supposed to say and she started talking yeah. about like we love you and if you're happy and we understand and we'll get used to this and she was asking about him and he was training to be a teacher so that was good <laughs> that was like that oh he's a, yeah. he's a good gay that's fine um, go good um, answer <laughs> George <laughs> <laughs> an erotic model exactly um, <laughs> so that was easier for them to like process and then I don't know. She started going down the road of like, you know, be careful and don't be having multiple partners and like, like you know, look after yourself and don't be getting disease. Yeah. And then she was, she was out of her mind and confused. And she went down this route <laughs> of telling me this story about this woman in Limerick <laughs> who had died because she had sex with an Alsatian. <laughs> Oh my god, oh my god. It's like a rabbit hole of just like information. What? So oh basically telling me to like this lifestyle choice is okay, but don't go any further. Yeah, exactly. Don't, oh, she was all like she was so confused. Stressed about it all. So funny. They don't have sex with an alsatian because it's only one step away from from gay. Anyway, uh, we went to bed. And, it was all fine. and then the next morning, my father came into the room, and I was still in bed. And he saw it. he's such a nice man. He just came in and he like stood beside the bed, and he said, "Like your mother told me what you talked about last night, and that's okay with me, <laughs> and I have no problem, and Aww. you're the same to us, and like." And then he left, <laughs> like a very short little acknowledgement, but it was so perfect. Um, and they were fine. I think they were happy that I had a partner because she yeah. kept talking about multiple partners and basically saying, like, don't get AIDS and die. Because that's what a yes. lot of people that age have in their mind about what it is to be gay. So that was that made it a bit easier that I had a boyfriend. But then I broke up with your man <laughs> a few weeks later. They never met him. And then they had to listen to this string of boyfriends coming and going for the next few years. That was that was harder. Being single was definitely more difficult because you were more like outside of what was kind of normal. Um, but the no engagement or babies or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was I mean, just, you can like, have them. What will happen to you? Where will you go? And what will your life be like? I think everything was from a place of kind of just worry, but they're very good. They've they've been very, very good, I have to say. What about you? That's nice. Well, um, so it was just me and mum and Sean. So um, I think it was, we were going to the, we were going to, so I had my suspicions <clears throat> and we were down at my grandparents' house. It was, uh, so I was 16, so 16 and a half, say, in the summer. And we were going to the Gale Tucked, uh, which is um, for the listeners. It's like a, ca- it's like a place you go to. There's ones in Donegal and Kerry and you go for three weeks and like teenagers go there to learn Irish. It's not like for bad kids. It's not like the Hunger Games or anything. It's like you go and like brush up on Gaelic. So we were going, it was the night before we went. And I remember I was, uh, we were down and we were, we were driving the next day. So we were, I think we were trying to go to bed early. And I said to Sean, I was like, um, Sean, there's something I want to tell you. And he goes, what? I think he was just fed up because I just wouldn't stop. I was too excited. And I was like <laughs> chatting away. And then he goes, what is it? And I'm like this. I said, um, I like boys as well as well as well as what and he was like um he was like do you 
And I said, this is all me facing, like, so I was kind of facing the wall and he was facing the wall. So it was like our back, we were talking to the wall. So our backs were facing each other. And he was yeah. like, um, oh, uh, he was like, oh my God, do you? And I said, yeah. And he goes, God, do you like anyone in our school? And um, so I said, I was like, so say, say uh, what, what, give a fake name to the boy in case he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> say it was John. like, um, John Fitzgerald or something like that. And I was like, they said, I was like, I said, oh, um, I said, yeah, I like quite like John Fitzgerald. And then he just shot out of the bed. He goes, John Fitzgerald, John Fitzgerald. Oh, Rory, you could do so much better than John Fitzgerald. <laughs> and he just shook the doof and he was, Aww. you need to know your worth. And just turned and went to sleep. And I was thinking, God, that was really easy. And I was a bit confident. I was thinking, I like this. So then it was like, went to the Gale Tug. It wasn't for me. I came home early. Sean loved it. It was about, it was coming to my 18th birthday and I was like, Beth, tell mom. So mm. we'd gone out for dinner. Um, so I remember I dressed up in a cardigan, like a white shirt, a little bow tie, a pair of skinny jeans and some pointy black patent shoes. Um, so that was a good outfit to come out in, I thought. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's teasing her into it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was like, you like the pointed shoes? Well, you're going to love this. Um, and then, so we went to this restaurant in Derry and Sean was driving us up. And we'd had about, I think me and mum had had like two bottles of wine. And I wasn't a big drinker, though. I was only 18. And then mum definitely wasn't, isn't a drinker, like, you know, so we were a bit well-oiled. Sean was driving um, and I got to like dessert time and I said, oh, mom, and my hand was a bit shaken. And I'm really close with mum, do you know what I mean? But it's like, there's something, there's something about when you're saying I'm gay, it also makes yeah. it sexual. Do you know, it's almost yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. you're kind of, I'm sexually attracted to uh, men so we were there, I was a bit shaken I was thinking oh god and I said what's something I want to tell you mum goes right and I said uh, I like boys as well as well and I was like oh my god and then she goes do you and then she goes to Sean did you know and then Sean was already in his dessert he goes yeah he told me two years ago and then mum it was like someone had opened these floodgates she goes am I that much of a witch you couldn't have told me then and she I was like mum shh 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 and she was like I was like mum no it's different it's different telling a parent it's different telling a parent to a sibling la 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 and she kind of she was like oh my god okay yeah, everything obviously that's fine everything's fine do you know you're still my son did it so then we finished up the dessert and then i went to the toilet and mom went to the toilet and as i was coming out of the toilet mom grabbed like my you know kind of my forearm like a vice-like grip and just looked at me she goes rory never feel you need to keep anything from me i went okay mom and she goes no listen to me if you kill someone i'd grab a shovel and help you bury the body i was <laughs> like oh my I was like, that's dark, but I love it. Um, and, then was just, and then it was just all, it was all fine. Um, and then it was kind of like, so I was happy enough, woman, Sean, no one kind of, I like boys as well. Um, and then it was only when I kind of got a bit older. And like there was one, there was one kind of, because I remember telling people and they're like, they either, I hate when people would say either, oh, I know, or I always knew. I'm like, yeah. Like, back off. Do you know what it's like? I'm not letting let you into my life. Let me have my minute. Let me have my minute. Or people are like this, so like, oh, yeah, or whatever. Or they kind of go, oh, really? And it's like, there was one person that was Mary. I met when I was in Belfast. You know Mary. Um, yeah. And I remember we were sitting down and it was in my student house and everyone was getting ready upstairs. And I said to Mary, I was like, um, Mary, I need to talk to you. And she was like, okay, cool. Yeah. I said, do you want to come to the sitting room? So I went down to the sitting room and it was in my student house in Belfast, this battered cream leather sofa. I said, right, there's something that, um, there's something I really want to tell you. And she goes, oh, wait, hang on. And she just lit a cigarette and she was like, right, okay, go. And I said, so, um, well, basically is, uh, well, so the, the thing is, um, I like boys as well. And she was like this. Yeah. 
I'm waiting. I said, oh no, that's it. She goes, oh my God, that's it? Oh, Rory. I think you were telling me something awful there. She was like, this, don't ever do that to me again. I was really worried. And it just completely normalized it. I know. And you want a bit of a reaction. No, that was perfect. That was oh, perfect. Happy, That's just, I, I was happy with that. because I hated kind of like when someone was like, kind of a bit know-it-all-ish or smart-aleck-ish, where it was like, oh, I always knew. But hers was kind of it calmed me down because it almost made me check myself as well. It's like, why the hell am I making such a big deal out of it? Do you know? Yeah, like it's okay. It's okay. okay. You wanted a bit, a bit of drama from from some people. Just a touch, but, yeah. Just a touch, but um, yeah. The more, and then it gets to the point where you stop telling people. That was the best. Oh yeah. Kind of after a few years, and I met new people. I didn't tell anyone because they just knew, or just I don't know. Neat. Just came out and in jobs and things. It was never needed to be discussed because they they could tell. <laughs> they could tell. But uh, Tell, yeah. oh, your, your mother's hilarious. It goes to the extreme there with the two mothers. Uh, what's that <laughs> telling? We we slipped to murder and bestiality. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are the two go tos really for an Irish mother? I do think is that to kind of soften the the sin of the homosexuality. <laughs> well, at least you're not a murderer, or you're not yes. <laughs> sex <laughs> with a I know. So we can get over there. That's, that's very interesting. And we need to analyze that a little bit afterwards. Um, and what about Pride then? Like, can you remember going to Pride or like your first, like, I don't know, like going to a, a gay place or meeting other gay people? Like, do you remember oh, when, when that started? Yes. Oh, it was the best. Oh, God. I thought it was just walking through the threshold of a gay club. I was like, you were, I was just fizzing, fizzing with excitement. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like the first time there's all this yeah. great music playing and you're just kind of there and do you know everyone's kind of bopping about and you're so, I was 18. So I was just like, oh my God, this is fantastic. I was like a famine victim to a feast. I was just <laughs> like, this <laughs> is the best. Just parade yourself around. I remember there was one time I was in Belfast and I remember I went to a Halloween party and I was dressed as James Bond. So I dropped this new suit. I just wanted to wear this suit because I thought it looked nice on me. So I was like, how can I, <laughs> how can I, how can I like filter this into the, um, to the, to the theme of Halloween? And I had the plastic, so I was like, I get a plastic on. So I'd left this club. I said, I'm going home to the people I was with and then got into a taxi and said, can you bring me to the Kremlin? And um, so I got, and I got into the taxi. I was a bit of a nervous wreck, and I was because I'd been there before, but this time it was really pinnacle. And then um, so I was going in, and then I got into a bit of a tease when I was paying, and I left the plastic gun in the back seat of a taxi in Belfast. <laughs> Just left it sitting there. Then got, I didn't realize until I got to the to the paying for the thing. I was like, oh, I forgot my gun, and I was thinking, Joe, it's probably for the best. Um, and then so I go in, so I go in then, and then I was like, and what? Because I used to go to the gay clubs by myself, so I didn't want people to know I was by myself and put myself in danger. If people said, yeah. "Are you out on your own?" I'm like, "No, my friends are just getting drinks at the bar." To everybody, yeah, all night. So I would yeah. all night and swing from like I met my best one of my best friends that night because he was like, "I love your suit in the smoke." It was just the best. What about yours? Tell me yeah. about yours. Um, oh God, I don't know. For pride, like we didn't have we didn't have pride. When I was growing up, we didn't have Pride in Ennis. There was Pride in Limerick, which is like the What's New York there? City. But yeah, but I never, I never saw it. Or I didn't see it. Like, um, so the first Pride was when I was in Dublin, and um, they were very, they were very like heated at that time because we didn't have marriage equality. So Pride was very political, and there was loads of news coverage and stuff back then. So now, yeah. if Pride happens, like it gets a, a second of of news, but it's not 
that much of a big deal, sadly. Like, you know, it's lost a lot of its meaning for the general news coverage. But 10 yeah. years ago, it was it was a very, very, um, very political thing. Um, provocative. Yeah, so I went with a few friends and like a little vest and glittery bits. But I was terrified all day that I'd be caught on the camera like i'd end up on the news because i hadn't told them at home that i was on that i was gay so i was petrified that oh. i'd end up on the, the six o'clock news and everyone at home like in the village would see me at pride shamed like this, at heart horrific <laughs> sinful place and that my mother would find out and my my life would just end so it was a genuine fear so i spent like the first two prides i went to the whole Pride's day all. i was like not proud at all, hiding and dodging cameras and like genuinely terrified to walk along the street in case I'd be pictured. And, and I was like, I was young and I thought I was gorgeous. I was like, I'll, I'll end up on the front of the Irish Times or oh, something. The eight, nine, yeah. <laughs> International like, Press, New York Times. <laughs> it's inevitable. Um, yeah. I was terrified. So my first few prides were so scary. But then later, totally changed. And actually, like I went on to perform and stuff on the main stage with thousands of people like it was it became a very important part of my year and stuff to like oh, work shit. as part of pride so that was a huge turnaround but um yeah it was stressful but then now in london i don't know it's it's a lot now london like i said at the start it needs to be reset definitely for next year because it's it's yeah. a lot of the same type of person and um it's like this has been talked about so much but it's very corporate and it's very planned and, and rigid and it's just it doesn't feel very inclusive for anyone it feels like you're just watching a, an event but you're not really part of it so um, I know what you mean I still go to central London like I love falling around Soho on Pride Day and bumping oh. into people and stuff but it's not the same as Dublin Dublin is so, so much smaller and I always lived like in the city in Dublin so you could pop home and like rinse yourself down <laughs> and then go back I out know. a few times during the day or you can have people back to the house and then go to oh, the club. It was so much fun. Whereas London is like an hour to get to central London and then an hour mm. to get home. So it's it's tricky. But um, And usually so, so hot. So hot. Oh my God, the sweating and the, yeah. <laughs> I walked in drag for Pride one year and I was with um, did the Hackney float. Yeah. So I'd arrived, I was nervous. In London, I didn't know anybody going and it turned out then it was like, um, so I didn't really know anybody. And then so I arrived and I had my drag outfit in my backpack and then I had my normal kind of pride clothes. I was thinking, just in case I'm not like in the vibe. So I met yeah. uh, the legendary Grace Shush. She was there, oh, yeah. I met her for the first time. And she was like, I said, I'm not sure whether she would stick the drag on. And I said, okay, fine, I'm going to go to the toilet. So I put the heels on and I hadn't really worn those heels since I did the uh, lip sync at the glory. We walked from Great Porton Street all the way to Trafalgar Square. It's like seven miles in these heels. Oh <laughs> I was walking like I had two broken legs towards the end. I was just, and, and then I had this like great idea to pour water on my feet to cool them down. So it was like skin on plastic shoe. Oh God. And then boiling. boiling. And I, I wasn't drinking because I didn't bring any like alcohol with me. So I was like, just, I looked like someone that had like been through the wars. I'd say you were the, gorgeous. <laughs> Sorry. I was scalded because I had no sun cream on with all this makeup and glitter. Oh, no. It was brilliant though. I think it's nice to be in the parade, do something in the, that was my first time doing something for the parade and it was nice to kind of walk down and see all the people like support and stuff but it's just massive. It was so good. It was it's kind of so much. Yeah. It's huge. But you, it's funny how you like, you have your, you have your little plan and you have your bag of bits and you're, you're so, 
you're so nervous or like worried that you'll be seen or that you'll look a bit outrageous or something. And and when you look around, everyone is naked. <laughs> like everyone yeah. is ridiculous and everyone is wearing the most like outrageous in life. But you do still sometimes like, I think there's always a moment when you're at Pride and you're like around everyone and it's all colorful and it's all, everyone's equal. It's all fantastic. But then you're, maybe on the bus going home or you like That's have it. to go into Tesco or something afterwards and you're back around normal life and oh, you just sometimes get that little flash of oh crap <laughs> I know like and it's you're in not shorts, as, as yeah <laughs> you trailer in Tesco like, Metro fear again or you have like something simple like nail polish or something that that won't come off for a few days and and you, you mm-hmm. feel that, that judgment it's it's funny like you get this burst of acceptance and then it almost becomes even more extreme than when you see normal life kick back in a few days later but hopefully that will start to get a bit better so we don't know mm-hmm. what's going to happen this year with pride we'll probably just do little bits around the house i suppose yeah <laughs> i think it's kind of or even just things seeing things online and stuff you know kind of yeah it's good and do you know i think as long as as long as there's something because it is still pride month and especially now i think it's good that it's kind of the focus has kind of shifted a wee bit to kind of yeah more pressing issues um so i think someone said as well it's like pride isn't cancelled just pride trademark is cancelled so it's kind of like yeah i think all the cans of coke and Hovis bread or whatever they kind of like go on pridey for this month but kind of just have to reset and uh do it, do it better next year. Better. Oh, God. Can you imagine a parade? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> you can parade around the house. You have a lovely balcony there. You can <laughs> wave yourself out. <laughs> like a flag. Now we better go. Um, better go. What we Thanks say? for listening. Happy Pride to the people. Happy Pride. Uh, happy Pride Month. And stay proud. And we'll be back next week I suppose with something else mm. to talk about a bit of it. <laughs> thank you for listening cocktail. everybody follow us share this around as well if you have anyone in your life that might like to listen to this nonsense um, send it to them ask them to share if you have anything you want us to talk about tell us we can um, try <laughs> or ignore <laughs> whatever <laughs> to put, um, yeah, get in touch okay we'll go I'm very busy off we go you are very busy bye lots of love all the best stay in touch bye 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 bye, 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 bye. Bye.